Greetings, my brothers and sisters in Christ. My name is Fernanda Kane, and welcome to our Sunday School lesson for December the 4th, 2022. Our Sunday School text is entitled Spiritual Blessings in Jesus Christ, and it's based on Ephesians, the first chapter, verses 3 through 14. But before we begin our study, let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for the amazing ministry of the Sunday School. Lord, thank you for your amazing grace and love. Thank you for including us in your purposes and plan. We pray that you will guide our minds and our hearts for the next few minutes as we go through your word. We ask you to grant these things in your loving name. Amen. Our aim for change. By the end of the lesson, we will understand Paul's explanation of being adopted by God through Jesus Christ, express humility at God's affirmation of our worthiness, and praise God for the remarkable gift of his adoption of us through Jesus Christ. There is little doubt that Paul is the author of the letter to the Ephesians in that he names himself in the first verse. Remember from our last unit, Paul was a Jewish rabbi and Pharisee who later converted to Christianity. The Apostle Paul was a faithful and fervent disciple. He traveled abroad, spreading the good news and winning souls to Christ. The book of Ephesians was written to God's holy people in Ephesus. The city of Ephesus was a large commercial port city in Asia Minor, which is now the present day Turkey. Paul founded the church at Ephesus during his second missionary journey. Paul's letter to the church at Ephesus was one of his prison epistles written while under house arrest in Rome. Unlike Paul's other epistles, Ephesians does not address a problem or issue in the congregation. He wanted to protect against future problems by encouraging the Ephesians to mature in their faith. Paul's letter to the Ephesians is filled with reminders that God's kingdom is open to all of those who put their faith and trust in him. It is a letter that would bless all churches. Ephesians chapter 1 verses 3 through 6. This is the New International Version. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us and the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love, he predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will. To the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given us and the one he loves. What's important in these verses? Everyone wants to be chosen. No one wants to be passed over or ignored. Most people have experienced being passed over in school, at work, in dating, and more. It's a wonderful thing to feel that you are chosen. God chose us before the creation, before anything was ever made, and before any human walked the earth, 
God says that he chose us in Christ. It was God's plan that those who are his should live holy and without blame before him. Holy means set apart to God and blameless means without blemish or spotless. God's love is so great that he planned our salvation even before he created us. Predestined means to decide beforehand or to mark out beforehand or determine beforehand. Predestination is about God's goals for his people, not the selection of who will become his people. Predestination is about the benefits, the privileges, and the blessings that God gives to all those who become his children by faith in Jesus Christ. God predestined or decided that those who believe in Jesus for eternal life would be adopted into his family and would be given all the privileges of being his children. We don't have to earn these privileges. They are ours from the moment we are saved. We become heirs and joint heirs with Christ when we receive him by faith. That's Romans 8th chapter verses 16 through 17. God made it possible for us to experience his grace and salvation. We cannot make ourselves acceptable to God, but we are made acceptable by his grace. This grace, as we see at the end of Ephesians 1, um, chapter 1, verse 6, is not earned. It is not merited. It is not worked for. It is freely given. There are no strings attached to this gift. It is freely given. It is not something we work for. Only the grace of God makes it possible for us to know the depths of God's love. Ephesians chapter 1 verses 7 through 12. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, in accordance with the riches of God's grace, that he lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding. He made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in Christ, to be put into effect when the times reach their fulfillment, to bring unity to all things in heaven and on earth under Christ. In him we were also chosen, having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will, in order that we, who were the first to put our hope in Christ, might be for the praise of his glory. What's important in these verses? Through Christ's redemption, God forgives our sins and removes them forever. Romans Chapter 3, verse 23 tells us, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And Romans chapter 6, 23 tells us, or reminds us, that the wages of sin is death. God determined that there is only one way to be forgiven of sin. One way to be redeemed. One way to be declared righteous. One way to gain eternal life. Jesus is our Redeemer. Jesus shed his blood to redeem us from our sins. He paid the ultimate price for our sins. Redemption through Jesus was God's plan of salvation from the beginning. Forgiveness of sins is at the heart of God's act of grace. Both of these spiritual gifts, redemption and forgiveness, 
are freely given in abundance according to the riches of his grace. Redemption makes it possible for us to experience God's forgiveness of our sins. We have been redeemed so God could reveal his plan and will to us. God makes his will known through Christ and God set forth his will in Christ. God is leading us toward the fulfillment of his purposes that all who are in Christ will one day be united together in fellowship with him. God's purpose is that in the fullness of time, all earthly kingdoms, authorities, governments, and world powers will be under the authority of Christ Jesus. This is a plan of restoration. Through Christ, all things will be brought back into the unity God intended for them in the beginning. God paid a tremendous price to purchase us and make us part of his inheritance. Christmas is a time where we can think about God's plan for sending his son, Jesus, into the world to redeem humanity. Galatians chapter 4, verses 4 and 5 read, But when the set time had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law, that we might receive adoption to sonship. The Son of God came to this earth at just the right time so that all men and women of faith, past, present, and future, could be forgiven of their sins and receive eternal life. God paid the highest price to purchase our souls and to redeem our life from destruction. The price that he paid was the precious blood of his dearly beloved Son. Ephesians chapter 1 verses 13 and 14. And you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed, you were marked in him with the seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possessions to the praise of his glory. What's important in these verses? We are sealed with the Spirit. So what is this sealing that verse 13 talks about? In Paul's day, seals were used by ancient kings to show their authority. They were also used to issue decrees or to show ownership. The very moment we trust in Jesus Christ as our Savior, God puts his seal of ownership upon us, and he does it for his glory. Anyone chosen by the Father and redeemed by the Son also receives the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit seals our salvation, announcing that we are off limits to Satan and his demons. No tampering allowed. Those who have been predestined and adopted as God's children are not then left to their own devices. We are sealed by God. We are marked as his possessions. We are under his protection. Did you notice how many times in Christ or in him or the equivalent occurs in this passage? At least 10 times in just these 12 verses. Ephesians chapter 1 verses 3 through 14 are meant to show the reader that if they are in Christ, they have been blessed with an overabundance of spiritual blessings. God is our Father. He adopted us, chose us, freely bestowed his grace upon us, redeemed us, 
and forgave our sins. He revealed his will to us, saved us, confirmed his promises to us, and possesses us in Christ. Every blessing that we have from God comes to us in connection with Christ, whether in the past, the present, or the future. We were in Christ before the world, we are in Christ in this world, and we are in Christ after this world. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for blessing us with so many spiritual blessings that we have received through your Son, Jesus Christ. May we rejoice in the knowledge that we have been sealed through the gift of the Holy Spirit. Help us to bring praise and glory to you. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. I once was lost, but now I'm found Was blind, but now I see He took my shame, He took my pain My Jesus gave me His name And now I reign, I reign with Him All my days, I'll sing His praise Everywhere that I go Everything that I do All I see is grace Everywhere that I go Everything that I do All I see is grace Grace, grace, grace I see grace Grace, grace, grace All I see is grace Grace, grace, grace I see grace Grace, grace, grace It's a story of my life It's not by power It's not by might It's by the Spirit of the Lord It's not by hard work It's not by skills Divine help is what I enjoy I'm not afraid of tomorrow I have grace, great grace Everywhere that